Welcome to the Jobs for Women podcast, an inclusive jobs and career space for women and non-binary individuals. My name is Zoe Jones. I am your host. I'm a careers coach, life coach, marketer and yoga teacher, and I've worked for some of the biggest corporations in the world. But right now I'm committed to breaking down barriers to change the narrative surrounding gender equality and diversity at work. So whether you're a HR leader or a job seeker looking to dive into a male-dominated industry, this podcast is for you. Each week we'll have real, open and honest conversations about diversity at work, discrimination, the gender pay gap and everything in between. I'll raise topical debates about women at work, I'll speak to industry leaders and I can't wait to offer some career-related meditation and manifestation extra special bonus podcasts. So watch out for those. I am so happy to have you here. Grab yourself a hot drink and settle down for the Jobs for Women podcast. So welcome to another episode of the Jobs for Women podcast. I am delighted and very excited to welcome a very dear friend, Natasha Cadman. So Natasha is a mother, photographer and creative. And for the last decade, Natasha has shot weddings all over the world. You name it, she has been to capture it behind the lens. And Natasha has always scattered newborn and family accessible sessions and branding shoots into her seasons. But after having her two gorgeous children, she wanted to capture the simplest and ordinary days in family life, the daily ebb and flow that fills the soul even when it doesn't feel like it, which I can definitely relate to. And more recently, (laughs) Natasha has launched a unique approach to women in business. So Natasha's launched her Elevate Branding Sessions, which is simply for women that want fresh content for their business on a regular basis, accessible, affordable, and beautiful. And these sessions are for women in business like you. The Elevate Branding Session is shared with four other empowering women, allowing you time and space to network in between shots. So whether you need touchpoint images for the gram, a swanky new headshot for your newsletter, or your About Me page. And I, this is really topical for me, actually, Natasha, because I Mm -hmm. recently did your session. So welcome to the podcast. Hello, thank you for having me. (laughs) You're very welcome. I'm very excited. So yeah, I mean, we may as well kick off and talk about these amazing monthly branding sessions because Mm -hmm. I was a little bit blown over, wasn't I, um, at the session. Um, What I couldn't believe is how much content you were able to capture in such a short space of time. And it really resonated with me as a woman in business, juggling. Um, I was able to go and within a couple of hours have the most amazing portfolio of shots. Mm. So can you tell me a little bit more about the sessions and what inspired you to set them up? Yeah. So it was actually someone I did a branding shoot for. came to me and they'd they'd actually seen this concept somewhere and like you know would you offer these and at the time I was like no (laughs) Uh, in a nutshell I only do branding full branding sessions because I couldn't get my head around like right how do I make this work more people in less time I'm like my head was just like boom Mm -hmm. I wasn't didn't get the concept so at first I was like no I'm just gonna keep focusing on my full branding sessions and that's how I went then we went away to we went away to New York for a couple of months and I was like, right, Jim, I need some new, I need some new pictures of me for my stuff because I am literally using stuff from our honeymoon, which was nearly seven years ago. And I've changed a lot. <laughs> I've had two kids. I don't look the same. 
So I just started taking pictures ad hoc when we were out just doing stuff. Um, nothing fancy all the time, just casual. And then a bit fancy when we went out, maybe, I don't know, for dinner or something, just a couple of shots before. But what I loved was having the, the like a, a very varied amount of pictures. So it wasn't just me in the same outfit loads of times in one shot. It was like, I'm able to use these all the time in different ways. And then the penny dropped for me. I was like, ah, oh, I need to do branding sessions where people can actually just drop in quickly, get some shots done, and then go. Yeah. Because I really realised that, one, having uh, been away with the two children about childcare, that when you're trying to still work, you're time poor, massively time poor. So you don't always have the time for um, full days of, you know, branding shoots all the time. And finances, it's not <laughs> always affordable to be able to, even if there might not be like massive amounts, but that on a you know frequent basis, it's not something you can just easily throw into your budget Yeah. when everything else is going on. So I was like, right, let's see if we can come up with something that's one, affordable, easy on the wallet, mm-hmm. easy on the eye and easy on your time. So this is where I came with Elevate Branding, which um, I just, I really enjoy. I love it, actually. <laughs> I yeah, you them. can tell, you can tell you are incredible. It's like you just come to life during the shoot. And it's also because, like you said, it's easy on the wallet. It's it's not just mm. for entrepreneurs and people with their own business, is it? It's for people, no. any, you know, it, because it's affordable, whether you work in corporate, whether you're yeah, yeah. employed full time, you can just keep your social, your LinkedIn, especially up to date, That's which it. is so important, isn't it? Yeah, so important because once people, I think that initial kind of, those initial connectors then lead people on to the back end stuff. You know, then they'll see your website, then they'll see your newsletters, all that stuff. But instantly we're going to our socials. And yeah. if we don't like what we're seeing on our socials, we're kind of a bit like, mm, they're not for me. As yeah. fickle as we are, it's so true. And what um, I loved about it was it was like a mini networking opportunity. It was yeah. like, let's kill 10 birds with one stone. Let's yeah. meet some amazing women. Let's connect. Let's have our photos done. And let's be back at our desk in a couple of hours. Massively. And that happened really organically. So at the first one, obviously, I was just like, I was just thinking like you get some shots in a good way. And then after the first couple, I really realized that the people who come on the shoot were really having um, a good time together. Like So when I'm shooting one person, the women in the background are, they're already chatting, they're exchanging details, like what do you do, I do this, connected in different ways, you know, and it just has kind of organically happened that everyone that comes on these shoots tends to be a woman that is running a business that has children too. So yeah. this like natural kind of sharing of like, oh, how do you do that? I do this, how do you do that? How do you make it work? We just started having these conversations were just happening. Yeah. For other people, which is just like, I think, massive. And why did you specifically set it up for women? Was that just, an, again, an organic thing for you or was that a passion? Um, a, bit of, a bit of both, really. I tend to kind of do what I know. And I generally shoot women. So all my branding sessions have always been women. Um, and I think it's women, not always. So it, it's not always women, but generally the people that I know, it's us that are juggling the time of making it all work in between so it was them I could really talk to um, and especially women especially women running their own businesses because I feel like when you're in when you're in um I'm not just gonna say nine to five but a job that you know you've got an employer you you've got like an infrastructure whereas when you don't work when you don't work for somebody else it's on your shoulders you are the infrastructure yeah um 
And so the conversations I was having with women, it, that was the network that I was in. And if it goes outside of that, that's fine. But this is the kind of network that it just kind of flows in and that seems to, it appeals to, I suppose. Yeah, um, and then it, it goes from there, doesn't it? Because then yeah. you get the recommendation and obvi- and your gym, your, your gym, <laughs> your husband, Jim, is a, <laughs> a, a, a web designer as well. So yeah. that must help with connections and, and networking. That's great. Yeah. Um, have you always wanted to be a photographer and a creator? Has that always been in the dream or the plan? No, no. I think a creator. I think I've always done I've not knowingly done that. Um, I was actually talking to a friend about this actually. I think sometimes we, we do it even without knowing. It's like right, I'm gonna I need to I need to fix you know, upcycle something or I need to <laughs> have a go at this. You're always thinking of something tactile to do. So uh-huh. that's always been me. But photography, no, I kinda just literally I'd lit I fell into it I didn't it wasn't a plan I literally went to Australia with a friend and had a compact camera that could do some snazzy stuff and I was like oh I like this um and then I came back from Australia to a job so a business travel job which was fine but within three days I was looking at like right what else can I do because this is I knew I knew early on in my 20s that that this is not for me Mm. I don't want to be dictated to on how many holidays I can have and how much money is being capped every month and get it once a month. I was like, no, this is not for me. And I knew that actually, I knew I always knew I wanted kids as well. So I knew that I need something that works for me. I don't want to be, I didn't want to be pressured in that way because I don't, uh, my brain don't work that way. So That's incredible. Yeah, photography was just something I thought I'll have a go at. I'll have a go at. Um, and I found a woman online who then followed other people in America. And at the time, you see, people around me were just doing stuff. It looked actually it was pretty boring looking. There wasn't many people doing anything where you could make money. It was exciting for weddings. And I found some wedding photographers in America who I just instantly idolized. They were making people look like people out of magazines that were everyday people. And they seemed to be having a good time doing it and making money. And I was like, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I oh, want to wow. do that. So I just kind of followed their blueprint as much as I could and made it made it work here and it, and it did I did weddings for free um and people from those weddings were like oh can you shoot my wedding I was like wow. yeah brilliant and it literally just snowballed from there and then here I am that's right. do you know what I've known from what you said then what was really really interesting is how you recognized in your 20s that like you knew you wanted to have children but you sort of recognized back then that that wouldn't really fit you know like you wanted to be paid the yeah. amount that you wanted to be paid you didn't want it, holidays capped and you wanted something yeah. to work with having kids but it's almost like society it's like we know that it's going to be a challenge because of expensive childcare, and because yeah. you know you have to take that break to have maternity leave and then when you come back you might not get the I don't know the assistance the help from your employer but it's really fascinating 100%. that you recognized it and changed the course of your career which is I think I saw it a lot so, you know, I've been right. sat there with women, like, trying to get the holidays in as fast as they can for the holiday leave. Yeah. You know, the school term. I've seen women sweat about, or oh, if I don't get the, the, the holidays over half term, I don't know what I'm going to do with them. 
you think oh and, and I get that that is a real pressure because what do you do with them yeah you put them in camps or you have to put them with childcare, which are they really expensive or inconvenient yeah but um, also for the of, for the know, child as well like for child, for, yeah for my children like whenever there's a hint of talk of camp they literally look at me horrified because it's like their downtime from school you know and they yeah. they love hanging out with us which is pretty hard when you're juggling and oh, trying so to hard. do it all wow so yeah so have you so talking of that um you jumped into photography which is amazing amazing you're very talented at it i think you're just so natural Thank have you. you faced any challenges either in your working life before or in your business as a woman in business coming at it from that point of view yeah um i think i feel like in the so when you first started out you kind of almost a little bit second guess like okay have a bash at a hobby you know what I mean like that kind of a thing yeah. um I mean from like a family family perspective I'm quite fortunate I've got parents who've always been like yeah go for it like cr crack on like that's a great idea so they've, they've never held me back but in terms of I remember when I first started out like in the photography arena um it was like a it felt like a bit of a tiered structure and there was like you know the creme de la creme at the top which is also like any any kind of industry but getting in, you have to do a lot of proving yourself, a lot of love work. And I remember being at weddings eventually where I was like the lead doing the soul, well, lead shooting. And then I'd have maybe like an assistant with me, which a lot of times would have been a male one. And people would go go to him. And it'd be like, no. Wow. You need to talk to him. <laughs> um, so that happened a few times. And um, yeah, I, I feel like for in my industry, it can be very techy and that's what made me kind of like a bit oh I don't know if I could do this because I'm not a techy person um I'm a more aesthetic person I'm a visual person so I'm like I don't care what I have to do to get that image I'll make it work whereas some people are like technically balanced first and the aesthetics come after that's not how my brain works mm. um so I found a lot of like in um in imposter syndrome I definitely felt inferior for a long time of like I don't know if I'm doing this right. I had people like slate my work online. That was fun. <gasps> that oh I didn't my know. Goodness. Just um, like trolls, comments, or people it in was the more industry. Like, um, like so, like a, like a friends of people I knew. I didn't know them. They were like <laughs> literally like they were like, "Are you taking the um, are you taking the the eye of less with this?" And I was like. I thought that was a really good shoot. <laughs> um, I, but looked like I had people then that I didn't have to do anything. People came, came to my aid and were like, no, you shouldn't, you know, don't say stuff like that. It's a great shoot. Don't say stuff like that. So it's, it's always a bit weird when it's someone's point of view, but dealing with that is, is quite a hard one. Yeah, that's so um, challenging because especially when there's really imposter syndrome already kicking in, it's like, no, yeah. we do not need that. Definitely don't need that. You know, and it's, uh, I've had clients that have been unhappy with work. That's... Okay. A really tough one to deal with, but then I think if you've been business business long enough, that's going to happen. Oh yeah, and everything's a learning experience. Same with oh, me 100%. with my career, up and down, but you learn from it. That's the key, isn't it? Yeah, and I think for me, what I learned fast is right. Okay, so you can be really, it can be quite fun to an extent because you can really narrow down. It's like who do I want to work with? Because yeah. you can sometimes just say yes to business. Everyone can be a client, but actually, not everyone's the right fit. Yeah, something somebody might want something from you that you just can't give them because you don't you don't work that way. 
And then when you start to work that way, you become um, disingenuous, and actually not to provide the same standard of work because you're not operating in the same like creative outlet. Yeah, it's definitely a two-way that was a process. Two-way process, isn't yeah. it? And it's, yeah. it's similar with uh, jobs for women. Um, you know, it, it, I talked on one of my earlier podcasts about how when I used to look for jobs in the past, I used to think of it as this big um, interview, this big performance from my side mm-hmm. and that it was all about impressing the employer. But it's definitely a two-way, a two-way. Oh, it really is process isn't it because you're yeah. test you're checking that this company works for you and jobs for women is all about looking at how which employers are supporting um women and parents and what you know schemes they have to support and diversity and empowerment so it's kind of like if this job's perfect for you but what is the company going to do for me and it's the same with you with clients Massively. isn't it? it has to yeah. fit it has to be a good fit I think we feel like we should be like appreciative of anything because you're yeah. we're being paid, and it's like, well, but yeah, but there's still there's still standards that need to be met. There's still boundaries that need to be kept in place. It is a two way exchange, you know, uh, especially when you've got children, because that is not a one um, a one glove fits all kind of thing at all. Mm. Things change daily when you've got kids, and if you don't have that flexibility with the person you're working with, it's going to become there's going to be a lot of friction somewhere. Have you? Um obviously a mum of two have you experienced that with any clients have you ever you know that the juggle is real which we often talk about don't we um have you ever experienced like oh how am I going to do this shoot with the kids work this out and fit this in do you have that coming up a lot um well I think I'm quite fortunate because because my area is who I work with our women and generally our children they get it they get it um, so you can have like these open conversations. I think sometimes it's more from me who feels like, right, what am I going to do? Like I've taken children to work on shoots before. So that's happened quite a few times. Have you? Um, wow. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's not, it's not actually always nice because one, your concentration as a mum is immediately on your own children because you're like, what are you doing? Where are you going? Mm-hmm. Don't fall down the stairs. Don't <laughs> touch that. And you're trying to be professional and get in the zone with like another person, make them feel relaxed while trying to keep an eye on your own child so it's kind of impossible um so I've learned that actually even though that option might be there for me as a creative that doesn't work because it stifles my creativity mm-hmm. not because it's like you know the children there it's just because I can't give you my attention so for, for what I need to get into the zone for you um but I've definitely faced like this, you know well everyone knows when you're pregnant there's days where you just you don't want to leave the house mm-hmm. and having to still get up I do quite, it's quite a labor intensive job, even though it's, it's photographers, like the equipment I carry and, and doing all that, at like seven, eight months pregnant, that can be quite tough. Turning up on days where you feel rough. I mean, I don't think you could do that now after COVID. <laughs> You're like, please stay at home. <laughs> but I mean, like, you know, I've turned up in positions where it's like, I shouldn't be here. Yeah. I'm not well enough to work, but again, being self-employed, you don't have the option to be like, oh, so-and-so, could you cover for me? Not really. Because your reputation, so there's, so I'm quite fortunate in the fact that I've never had an, like a, a client kind of berate me or put me in a, in a false corner. Um, I've always had to adapt with childcare. That's a tricky one. Yeah. So I feel like in, for me, I, I go do a job and then come back and do the job again because I've got to edit and cull. So I've got to find the cover during the time I'm shooting and find the cover. Well, it's normally when they've gone to bed. 
that I sit down and do like round two. That's like when the the real juggle that's fitting it all in, isn't it? When yeah, that's tough. And that and... is a juggle because I don't think that's healthy. Like I think everybody needs downtime. But yeah. mental health, you need to switch off. Yeah, whatever that is. You know, working until like 11 o'clock every night, that's not sustainable. <laughs> and that's No, not at all. And what's interesting, you know, like when you talked about um, carrying the equipment, um, I my second podcast was all about the gender health gap. And the more research I'm doing, the more fascinated I am about it. And the gender health gap is all about the comparative between women and men. So women have periods and then we potentially go through uh-huh. childbirth years. And then the menopause. So during a, a lifespan of a career, if you compare a man and a woman, there's a lot that a woman has to contend with. And if you think about yeah. different roles, so you're you're currently pregnant with your third baby, aren't you? I am. Um, so if you're carrying the equipment, you know, comparatively mm. to a male photographer, it, you know, that's yeah. that's a challenge. That's that's tough. Oh, it is, yeah, body. massively. Yeah. And then he's like after the post as well. You know, yeah, like you're yeah. you're still going to work with like that brain fog. Yeah. Afterwards, you know, yeah. the sleepless nights. I don't know. It's all a cliche, but it's actually the real. The cliches are the real. Oh, you know, we so are doing real. jobs and talking to people. You're like, I can't even remember where I did like that. <laughs> <in> my car. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, because you're like, I couldn't say what date is either. To be quite honest, I've yeah. that a few times. It's only Monday. Um, so that's lot of stuff you deal with all the time. And I think that's tricky. That is a really real, I think when you've got, well, I think especially when you've got young children, it's um, a struggle and it's also a relief. Like when you can go out and speak to adults. This is why I love my branding session so much because I get to spend like a couple of hours with women and have adult yeah. chat, full on adult chat. Yeah. Um, so yeah. <laughs> with, loads of ins- with loads of inspiring women. Yeah. That's exactly. So, so I'm just so like important. a sponge. I'll let you soak this up. <laughs> before I get back to Paw Patrol (laughs) (laughs) and it's like when you talk about the brain fog that's the stuff that employers and that's the stuff that's not talked about so you go back to work it's kind of like if you work in corporate or for a a company it's kind of like right mat leave done tick you'll return to work then and then you just be the person you were before ding and it's like no 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 impossible because you are you you change beyond belief don't you in loads of ways your body You're in mum. Yeah. And there's, and that's what I want to really sort of talk about and bring to the forefront. I want to talk about everything that's not talked about. I want to talk about periods, you know, menopause. There's more that needs to be done to support women. Um, Mm -hmm. Whether you are an entrepreneur, self-employed or whether you work, you know, in-house, whether you're employed. Because I remember one of my clients actually, you know, on that subject, she, um, she worked in the uh, legal industry. She would, I think it's barrister and she actually had to step down from her job because she was like I'm making decisions and doing stuff on a daily basis and I can't operate in that field of like clarity wow. because of like you know we're just raising young children just that like, I can't be the person I need to be in that room because I'm not operating at the full like the full potential at the minute um, so but again she had to decide to take that step back of her own initiative not because she was forced to, but like for her own kind of um, her integrity. Wow. You know, because it it's not there. She recognised that. She saw that, yeah. I was like, I can't do this. This isn't this isn't right. Wow. But there must be women, thousands of women from down the country you know, doing jobs like that all exactly. the time. Exactly, exactly. 
Well, that was so interesting, Natasha. Thank you so much for sharing your experiences. Um, the branding sheet with you was amazing. I've already updated my LinkedIn profile and I'm going to put some more content <laughs> out there. I was like, I'm going to buy all Good. of them because I look human and, and amazing you are. Incredible. You look great, by the way. Thanks, thanks. Um, so <laughs> if people want to connect with you, contact you, find out about the branding shoots, how do they do that? The best place to go is probably Instagram. Um, I have a few different Instagram handles, but if you go to uh, Natasha Cadman, so at Natasha Cadman on Instagram, that's probably my kind of like hub. That's where you can find everything out about me. Okay. So I would go there first. You can go to my website, uh, natashacadman.com or a blog, natashacadmanblog.com. And I'll put everything in the show notes as well. Thank you so much for chatting to me today. Pleasure. It's been an absolute wonderful Thank you early morning. Me. You're very welcome. <laughs> so lovely to talk to Natasha today we actually recorded that podcast super early so we felt like we were just winning at life both busy working mums and um yeah there's there's something amazing isn't there when you crack on and get something done really early in the morning it's 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 a good feeling um yeah Natasha's got an amazing array of experience um she didn't talk about the podcast but she's recently been doing branding workshops for for other photographers um so I'm really interested to see where her career takes her she is such an inspiration and so talented at what she does so that's it for another week of the Jobs for Women podcast don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating if you're enjoying the podcast and don't forget to tell others I would be so grateful. Until next time, see you soon.